All right. Hello, Cowboy Nation, and welcome to the Dallas Cowboy Postgame Adjustment Podcast, the podcast by fans for the fans. I'm Lenny. We've got Donovan here with me tonight, as always, co-hosting this adventure. Uh, Donovan, want to say hello to the, uh, the fans. What's up, folks? I hope everyone's doing really well. We've got the holiday season. Hope you've done all your shopping. Yes. Maybe some people waiting to the last minute, but this is... Got the last of the orders in today. The last, last minute. Right, so I wouldn't want to be out there with craziness going on. Now we have the uh, ridiculous chore of, of, of uh, rapping. So, they're pretty good at rapping. Oh, you mean night rap? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I will be uh, using new vocals on that. Um, usually we just do bags, but this year we have so much wrapping paper. I was just like, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Spend some yeah. time wrapping some presents for the fan. So. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I was getting in that Christmas spirit, man. My bad, my bad. There we go. And and we picked that just because... It's Christmas time. It wasn't the... Here's the character from Peanuts there. He always gets the ball like... Isn't it Charlie? He's about to kick the ball. Is that Charlie? No, I think it's Peppermint Patty that usually holds it. Yeah. And she... uh, I think... She was a character way ahead of her time, by the way. But I think that's a good analogy about what happened to the Cowboys in the last game. Mm -hmm. I've written down that... Well, let's just recap everyone. Of course, we lost 40 to 34 in overtime. But I, I felt like, uh, of course, it was a walk-off pick six. But like the ball just got kind of swiped before Charlie Brown's about to kick it, mm-hmm. that's how I felt this game went. Like 21-7 at a half. I said, this looks like a controlled win. That was my I'm writing notes down. I said, this is a controlled win. And then the second half happened, and it was. Just... I was. I, I predicted the Jags to win. You did. You're very good at these predictions. So I was. Uh, I should gamble. Maybe I'll make some money. Um, but I was uh, pleasantly surprised in the first half. I thought I was gonna have to eat some crow, which I'd have been happy to, right? This has been a situation where I'd be okay to say I was wrong. Yeah. And I'm happy I was wrong. Um, but of course that was not to be. Uh, just horrible play calling at the end of the game. I'm sure we'll get to it, but just ridiculous play calling. I just don't understand why you're doing that, Kellen Moore. This was a game that after, if they were to say Kellen Moore got fired, I'd been like, eh, okay. All right. Yeah. I'm not sure, again, yeah, how much is he really bringing to the table that you really look, man, you know what, if we didn't have him, you know, you could say that for Dan Quinn, right? You're like, man, okay, if we I mean, Dan you Quinn. could. You used but to be now, able to. Yeah, but now the, the defense is kind of getting out of hand. But, but I'm but you watch this game, and then you watch Joe Burrow against Tom Brady, and Tampa's doing what they're doing, handling it pretty well, and then Burrow, and then just come running back. Yeah. And but just the offense, and I don't know if it's just the play calling, is it the scheme, is it the talent that they have at quarterback, and the the dynamic at receiver that they have. I, I just I'm just like, why can't we be that? Why can't we do this? We're supposed to have an elite quarterback. Why can't we do this? Oh, no, wait, no. Okay. Well, no, I'm, just, I'm saying supposed to, right? I didn't say we did. I'm I not said, sure anyone here in the Metropolitan. We're supposed I don't know if there's to. Real, there's, no, there are. There are people there are out there. Yeah, there that still argue that he's an elite quarterback. He's not. I think everyone who's watched enough football knows he's not. But he definitely getting paid like one, which is, I guess, the problem we're having that we've been having with him. But yeah, you had it 27-17 Jacksonville. I had it 27-20 Cowboys. And man, it just you could slowly see the second half just building towards their win and Yeah, Trevor Lawrence came to life. Let's look at I think this game was a tale of two halves. And I'm gonna go through their first half possessions. They had a fumble, punt, 
touchdown punt. Pretty dang good. Second half, the Jags had a field goal. They got an inter or we intercepted them. Then touchdown, 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 fumble, field goal, and then overtime punt. That's all their possessions. The second half and overtime. Those three touchdown runs in a row. That was that was killer. I don't know if the defense is struggling. I, I, it's just, is it that the NFL is caught up and understands their schemes and, and how to play it? That could be one thing. Is it the injuries that are mounting up? I think injuries are definitely So we're, we're saying Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis are that important. Well, People that we're just like, these are scrubs playing. When they're playing, now they're not. And we're thinking. Well, but that tells you something, right? So if your starting guys are not that good. Yeah. And then they go down. Well, how good do you think your backups are going to be? And the backups aren't getting as many reps. So it's almost like game film you can watch and try to understand what a team's doing and yeah. then translate to the field. Well, if you're not on the field that often, you kind of don't have the rhythm. So that's been hard for our guys to get in there. And then you got Kelvin Joseph and Bland. He got benched for Nashawn Wright who comes out. Doesn't look like was, he knows what he's doing. Okay, but I was better then good with that. They're getting so desperate. They get the undrafted free agent, Marquise Bell, out there playing corner. And she's like, he's supposed to be a safety. Like, what are we? Has he ever even played corner? Like, what are we doing? We're just that desperate. Yeah, desperate. Yeah, the injuries. Of but why we pick up? Vanderish went out. We have three veterans, two of which were picked in the second round, that we've picked up over the last couple of weeks. Like, they're not ready. Like, I mean, honestly, throw. I'd rather see one of them out there than Bell or Wright. Like, they might not be familiar with the scheme. One of them is supposed to be very familiar. Well, two of them. One of them is an Atlanta guy that we signed in October. Yeah. And the other one someone we got from Minnesota that is familiar with the secondary coach here, one of the coaches of the backfield, the defensive backfield here in Dallas. Like, can we not like, push them? And then, what, why didn't Hilton play? I don't know. I'm not saying he's got to get out there and light it up, but just throw him out there. I mean, make him run a route or something. I mean... Just get him a couple of plays or something. My God, we don't need to throw him the yeah, ball. Well, I think he'll play a lot more, obviously. Oh, dude, I, I definitely – I almost think it was one of those things where they were – and they, they had said this also um, during the game that maybe they're sitting back thinking like, hey, we don't want to release him. We don't want to show anything that we have with him yet until we play the Eagles. Uh, I, don't think, I think it's still him trying to get accustomed to what's going on. And then you still need a lot more practice time because, you know, I don't know who – other than Noah Brown, I'm not sure who's really got a good – in sync uh, connection with that. Name James so, Washington because he played like four plays. Yeah, James Washington. I, don't know what I think they, they probably don't feel he's going to be. Anything. I don't know what's so, going on. I mean, obviously we had to pick up someone else. And we, you know, I don't know what they're doing in practice, and they're looking at him like, oh man, he's not going to be it. So let's go and get someone else. And they did that, but the defense, yeah, allowed 192 yards rushing, 318 yards passing, and then uh, 34 points. And I say that because the interception pick six didn't really count yeah. against the defense. Uh, but look at this first seven games defense was allowing 14.9 points a game uh, 305 yards per game the last seven games 23.6 points per game and 344 yards per game I, I, I'm telling you that's man. a big flip I, I, it seems to me that they, they've been people are understanding what they're trying to do now and, and adjusting to it well, one of them is okay wherever Diggs is not yeah. we're going to the other corner they were doing that already with Brown. Mm -hmm. And then Joseph is just constantly getting burned. And Bland has made some plays, but he's still playing a lot more slot. Yeah. And I'm okay. Just move him outside. Let's do something different. We have Obviously, to. Obviously, this isn't working. Yeah, we have to. Why not? I mean, they benched Joseph during the game. Yeah. He just needs to stay on the bench. Yeah. He can't. 
I don't I haven't seen there's a couple of plays maybe he's He's pretty made. decent on, on uh, special teams. Like he gets down there. Uh, he makes some stupid makes some stupid bonehead plays. Receiver. We've seen that. But speed wise, I mean, I think he's a good gunner. Okay. But you don't expect your second round or third round pick to be a gunner. You expect them to be unless it's like their rookie season or something. You expect them to be paying off for you, and he's not doing it. No. We he's look, a liability out there. Yeah, we got to look deep and hard about if this offseason he doesn't make a major jump, then. You know what? You're just a special teamer. Another one, if they would have cut him on Monday, I'd have been like, okay. All right. Oh, well. I mean, it's not working out, man. Yeah. You usually don't give up. Like you said, he's, he's valuable in, uh, in, in in special teams, I guess. So keep him around at minimum for that. Yeah. Right? Um, but you were right again on the offensive line. I think we, we talked about, okay, maybe what are they going to do with the left guard left tackle situation. I think we talked about most likely what we thought was going to happen is that Tyron would move. But you picked it, and you said he's going to go to right tackle. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard that earlier in the week. Because Tyron said, hey, man, he's doing such a good job out yeah, there. Yeah, like, he did. move him. Very respectable on, on Smith or Tyron to go up and say, hey, listen, I'll play right tackle, whatever you need. Me right, yes. Yeah. Want to play a lot more than I think they anticipate him playing. Um, I think McCartney... McCarthy basically said he would have played the whole game if we let him, um, right. which I expect that to happen this week. I expect him to play the whole yeah, game. Yeah, he'll probably be back. That is a pretty dominant But it was okay to put the ball. Peters, Peters in, too. <coughs> I'm okay with it. I think Peters needs to just specifically be our swing tackle now. I don't think he needs to be. This rotation stuff, I just – this isn't high school. This isn't college. Let's just keep it No, going. but it was to make sure, you know, Tyron – It was. It, yeah, you know, and he did. He did back. a good job. So it's, I, I don't, it's, like, hey, it's almost like uh, – <clears throat> You know, basketball, you have a guy, all right, you're limited. You're on, a, like, a pitch count, yeah. quote-unquote, like, so many minutes. And then in the NFL, it's, like, so many, you know, possessions or plays, and you take them out. So. I wonder how much better Peters could be at right or left guard if you took McGovern out. I wonder if there would be an upgrade there as if McGovern is better at this point. That'd be interesting. I'm not sure. I, I still like to good, hey, let's spell any of the guys here that might need it. Because Peters played left guard, I mean, left tackle. Right tackle. I can't recall if he's played left guard. I think he did earlier in his career. Yeah, I mean, I like that flexibility. I don't think it really disrupts it that much because he's a veteran guy too. So yeah, and it's nice to have that option coming off the coming off the sideline to into the game. It's a future Hall of Famer. I mean, it's not a, a bad thing to have even at forty. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, uh, that was a. Uh, I think that's good flexibility that we have. Um, we won the turnover battle, three to two. And that's crazy to me. I think we still couldn't pull that. Usually, you win the turnover battle, you're going to win the game. This felt a lot like the Green Bay game. It really, it, it kind of felt that same way where they got up, and you're like, okay, we got this, and then the other team just came back, inching back, inching back. Mm-hmm. And then, just like, I mean, they're up on Green Bay, and Green Bay just comes back. So it kind of felt, had that same feeling. Now, they were a lot more dominant in the first half in comparison to what they were in Green Bay. But still, it, just, it had that kind of feeling to me. I was like, man, what are we doing? What, what, what's going on? It's just, the play call is just, just uh, I, don't, I don't get our offense at all. Yeah, well, I'm going to get into Dak, too, here in a second. But um, my three keys to revisit, my three keys to the win were run the, run the game, or run game, have a good run game. And 154 yards combined. So it's like, okay. 
even though we got out rushed 192 for for them. And then uh, I said, Dak, don't give up the ball. Two picks. And then Parsons, get going. Get it going. One sack, one tackle, and a fumble recovery. Yeah. Like, he's still not producing anymore. It, it's it, it's just crazy that you go from putting up beastly numbers to just now you're, now you're getting a – I mean, I'm glad he got the sack. But – one tackle game, like you're, he's averaging probably around one tackle a game now, maybe less actually, because I, I remember I pulled it up uh, last week over four games or three games he had like two tackles. Yeah, is it too taxing for him to be playing? And at this point, do you think we need to move him back to linebacker? Can he? I mean, he can rush from linebacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like we forget you can't. Like, yeah, yeah you can still blitz. You know, I don't know why we still. Putting them on, you know, on the D line. You could use them almost in like a three-four type role. Where, just have him roaming around. Yeah, just he's there. Maybe if he wants, you know, hey, it's it's a pass. I think you have more success blitz. if the offense doesn't know where the hell he's lining. Well, yeah, or show him at linebacker yeah. and he creeps up on the line. Yeah. Now he's oh, now they got to account for it yeah. at the last second. Right? Like, don't show 11, your cards, 11. Right? Like, yeah, you line him up and then guess what he's doing. Right. Rushing the pass. Right, yeah, right. I mean, that means the quarterback can drop back real quick and get rid of the ball. Like keep him in the linebacker spot. And no one voids whatever he's doing. They'll call their players out, who they think this, you know, they're, okay, this is our scheme, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Then he creeps up right near the snap of the ball or at the snap of the ball, and he's got free release maybe, or there's a scramble to pick him up. you got to, like, change it up, keep people off balance, and I don't think they're doing that. No, you keep lining them in, they just, they know he's rushing. He's kind of, okay. Yeah, we'll go the other direction, they, or we'll go right at him. And pe- teams are doing a lot better accounting for him now. Mm-hmm. I think, if, like the first few games, oh, he's unstoppable. They don't know what to do. Then people figured it out, and his production's just going down. So that was. Um, well, we gotta get that line some meat. He needs to eat because <laughs> struggling, struggling. All right, so Dak on the Dak, three TDs, two touchdown or two interceptions, and I. I know I was like I'm really tired of talking about Dak, but it's just hard not to because again he controls the game. Yeah. Like on offense he's controlling what we're doing, and this guy, man, uh, I don't even remember this play. It was um, third and one, the Dallas 43 yard line. This is like our last possession before the end of the half. We ran a read option play, and the defender went outside, which means okay if. if Defender goes outside, but he pitched it anyway. Like, oh, you don't smash. You don't pitch it. If the guy, you're, you're waiting for the guy to crash in, then you pitch out. Yeah. If he goes out. Which he did later in the game. And then it you take it and go in. Yeah. I, I don't mind. Like, what is he doing? Why? And that, yeah, Pollard got crushed behind the line of scrimmage. I'm like. Four or five yard loss. What? What are, we, what are you watching here, buddy? You're not watching him? You're you not did it in college pretty, pretty frequently in your first couple of years. That's at a really easy State. decision. Yeah, it was. That was bad. That was bad. Uh, it's his decision making. That's what it comes back down to. Yeah, but that one's usually. I mean, that, people have been doing that since like Pop Warner football. It's pretty simple. I just I, watching the game again. I was conflicted because I was the fantasy game I was in. I was playing him. He was a quarterback, <laughs> so I was one of those things like I wanted him to do well, but for the for the sake of Dallas winning. But at the same time, I'm like, just throw a pick. I know you're going. Well, to. Yeah, you're, I but told you before right. the game even started. I was like, he's going to throw at least one. I know that because, like, I had um, Josh Allen. He had a 
phenomenal night on Saturday. And I was just thinking to myself, like, okay, just, just throw an interception, two, it'll be okay, we'll still win. All right, I got some stats on him before I go back to some of his other bad decisions. Uh, Dak has thrown nine interceptions over the last six games, while no other quarterback has thrown more than six. So these, these are coming from Colin Cowherd's, like, uh, stat group or stat team. So all I've been hearing about from the Dak supporters on YouTube, on, you know, on the radio and stuff like that, is that these are not his fault. So, at some point, if you keep repeating the same thing, I can't say it's not your fault. Right. It starts becoming a problem, whether you're throwing the ball too hard and it's bouncing off people, right? Or they're it's behind them and they have to they go to get it and the ball just pops up in the air because they can't get to it because they're having to, they're going one way and have to go back the other to get the ball. Something's happening when you're throwing the football that's causing this to occur. Right. You're not the, just the most unluckiest person in the world, the most unluckiest quarterback in the history of the NFL. Yeah, like I said, it's like, your fault. Last episode, you can try to explain away every single one of them. Oh, maybe it was Ball's fault that his arm, you know, there was pressure, his arm got hit, and, yeah. and it fluttered away and then got intercepted. You can say a bunch of stuff. Oh, this guy ran the, ran the wrong route. But it, like you said, okay, but no other quarterback has thrown more than six, but you've thrown nine. There's something obviously wrong. And I think it's, what, 11 over the nine games he's played? Yeah, 11 in, over nine games this season. And he threw 10 all last year with 16 games played. And that jump throw he was yeah, made off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know everyone's saying yeah, but it 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 hit uh, Brown in the arm in the arms or in the hands or yeah, but actually if you look, I, CD was up to the right, and why are you you completely lost all your footing? Right, he's jumping off one foot, doing a jump pass that goes straight into the ground, and yeah, maybe that would have been a miraculous catch. But those are the kind of situations that end up leading to mistakes, that lead to turnovers. So watching it, okay, so I watch it real time, and I'm, I'm mad. I'm ticked off. Then I go back and, and watch it again because I'd heard people, like I was listening to some stuff on YouTube, and they were like, well, it was a good throw. He should have caught the ball. So I'm like, well, let me, let me see. So I go back. Should Brown have caught that ball? Yes, Brown should have caught that ball. However, he's falling down, right? He's going down. He doesn't know if someone's coming up on the other side. So, I mean, there's lots of things going through this guy's mind. And I'm sure Dak tried to rifle that damn ball in there. Like, tried to put some velocity in on it to try to get in there. So, I mean, I think it was a combo. He should have caught it, but I can see why he didn't. But I still think it was a bad decision. Yeah, it was a bad football. decision. His mechanics were off, too. It's just not where you want to go with the ball there. That should have been your absolute last choice. But the thing is, man, he... He hesitates too long. He, he, I mean, even after that first interception, his face, just looking like, looking around like, what, I'm lost. Like, what yeah. the hell just happened? Yeah. Did I throw another yeah, one? Yeah, we were making fun of that. Means yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. He does it every time he throws an interception. It's just, that's not my fault. <laughs> like, I can't believe they weren't there to catch the ball. Yeah. Maybe you remember the play because I, I didn't, I should have written this one down. But I remember there was one play where I think we only needed a few yards and he needed to, Throwing a bomb down, uh, I forget who it was, maybe Noah Brown. It goes incomplete, and then that was our third down play. And I'm like, dude, we don't need that. Like, no. we just needed, just get the first down. Yeah. And yet he goes for the big play when it's not necessary. Like, just think about what we need. 
Hey, let's get the first down. You take shots usually on second down. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe first. Maybe first, yeah. right? You've got something like you can see, you're reading the defense, but not when you're like third and short and let's just uh, throw it downfield. You don't need that. Just yeah. throw the, you love the intermediate routes. That's what you're known for. Yeah, let's do that. Dinkin and Dagger. I mean, that was the whole saying. Um, that terrible throw to Schultz that ended up in the interception. I think that was one. It was just, yeah. Schultz was like, where? That's when they said he got hit. Because if you saw the ball, it was going sideways. It wasn't ducking, just like a, like a spiral, but ducking. The ball was going sideways. So they're saying like he got hit again. So it's like he's wait, he's holding the ball too long to where people are coming in and hitting him. Or he's about to get hit. He's like, hell, I'm going to throw it anyway. And you're getting, your arm's getting hit, and you can't throw the damn ball. And it's either fluttering over people's heads into the, you know, the opposition's arms, or it's going in the ground. Yeah, he, but he's so damn unlucky, they float in the air and people oh, get them. Yeah, don't give me that. Well, no, that's what people are saying. Yeah, they, well, okay, then he's just cursed. Is that what it is? I mean, we're cursed for having him, so maybe he is cursed. I don't know. I mean, he he did run, uh, what, 5 for 20, but I, I think a couple of them were good. That one at the end, he almost got the end zone on one. He was pulling, pushing that pile. I mean, we, we know he's strong. We know he's big. Um, I just don't think he has it between the years. That's my opinion. Well, that on top of inaccuracy. He doesn't... He doesn't have between the ears, and his talent doesn't make up for that. Right, yeah. So he doesn't have he's the not, talent. He's not some of these guys you see that has, like, they throw these remarkable balls. Although he'll do that every now and then. That's what's so crazy I mean, about this. The, he'll throw a strike. And the touchdown like, to wow. a hinder shot. Yeah. That was a beautiful throw. Beautiful, like right where it needed to be. But you're going to get more of the inconsistency than you get the miraculous pass. You just... That's the kind of pass that happens when you're dumbfounded. Like, why can't we? Why can't you do this right. all the time? Yeah, like, yeah. what's this? It's like it's like playing golf. Like sometimes you'll have a really nice drive, and you're like, "Wow, that's awesome!" And then you try to replicate it. And yeah, he's like that. I can't replicate. Or it. bowling, right? Sometimes you get hot when you're bowling. If you're not a professional bowler, you might hit a couple of strikes and you're feeling yourself. And you get up there the next time and you throw one. You're trying to go for a turkey and you hit. You almost gutter and you get one pin. And you're just like, yeah. oh man, that's yeah, that's yeah. You're doing that. so good. Well. I just, the next six frames, I'm not doing jack. I'm like hitting two or three. Or that last game, right? The, the last drive, he goes down. It's like remarkable. Misses only one pass through the whole drive. Goes for a touchdown. Uh, ran it in with Zeke, and then you come back and yeah, I don't know what to expect. That's why that's why it's so hard for us to predict these games because we just don't know who's going to show up. Which yeah. one is it going to be? I don't, I don't know. It's going to have to clean up. Or if you don't clean it up, even though he continues to say, you know, it's on me. I take this one on the, I take Every the ball week. on the chin. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Every you? week. I stick my chest out, my chin up, whatever the hell he said. Every week. Because I take them all thing. on the chin, all the losses. Uh, everything. Going to play better. Blah, blah, blah. The Always. issue is that now we're getting down to where the games really matter and playoffs. And you definitely can't give the it, playoff football is different. Like, turnovers are really going to kill you. We won the battle this time with turnovers, but we lost the game. But I guarantee you, you, you have these turnovers against the playoff team, unless it's maybe the Bucks, because the Bucks have no offense. You're going to be some. That's a crazy division. I mean, you've got the Bucks at, what, 6-8, and eight, and everyone else like 5-9. and nine. Yeah. And I thought Carolina was going to sneak in there. But I mean, there's a chance they, they still could. Yeah, they still could, but they, everything is going to go right for them. But yeah, uh, we talk about Bland, like, 
yeah, I guess trying to move him, take Joseph. Um, yeah, he did give up the, the TD. That seemed like just a bad read between, I want to say it was Wright that was in there at the time, and Bland. I think it was like a switch up that someone didn't pick somebody up. And I think Bland noticed it too late watching the, watching the game. Like, he recognized, like, what was happening. Like, the handoff too, and covered. Yeah, it was too late for him to, to yeah. adjust, right? You saw him try to, but... Um, but that's going to happen, too. Yeah, it's going to happen when he's got Well, you're mixing kids. in new guys, right? Yeah. They haven't played with each other, but we haven't had that ability, really, over the last six, seven weeks yeah. to really... For a defense to gel when everyone knows, oh, he's typically going to do this, and you know you already have it mentally. Oh, I know I'm going to hand him off to you. You take it from here. Yep. It's going to happen yeah, when new guys a, coming in. That was a mishap. Yeah, this game again, just another upsetting game, and you know Trevor Lawrence, like he's he's on the up, man. He's really yeah. Thing I like about him, man, no matter the situation, every time they showed him, like he was smiling. Like, he's just like, it's okay. You know, it, it, it didn't seem like anything ever got to him to where it was just too much. Yeah, even that fumble, you think he would crumble after that, right? No. He was going for some extra yardage, but yep. shouldn't have. Got it punched out. And obviously, that's the difference in the coach he had last year and the coach he has this year. Oh, yeah. Which is, you know, leaps and bounds. But he, I think he's got the, he seems to have the right character, the right demeanor. He obviously could throw the ball really well. His size is helpful. He's been injured. Let's not forget yeah, that. Yeah, I thought he got hurt in this game because he was coming off like doing something with his hand. He's got the toe thing he's dealing with. I mean, they even put Deion Sanders out for what, a couple games back in the day when they had a turf toe. And it's, a couple of games, man. I think he missed quite a few. So it, he's going to be but he's got this team where they're they're rolling right now. No, that's an up-and-coming team. That is a team that within the next couple of years is going to be a force. Which is exciting because you think about the AFC and you got all these young quarterbacks coming up. Like you got well, they're Burrow. still in it. You know, if you think about what, okay, you got Dolphins are falling. Yeah. They're the, the seventh seed, eight and six. Patriots, seven and seven. Jets, seven and seven. And six and eight for the Jags. There's still some, there's going to be some yeah, could shifting happen. of the guard there, yeah. I think, with some of these. Yeah, teams. the Jets are falling off. I mean, they put Zach Wilson back in, so it's, it's well. Fun. I mean, they had to, so Mike White wasn't cleared to play by doctors because it was. Don't they Flacco? Yeah, <laughs> they kind of know what he's going to give him, so they they had. To, I think by this time, you know what Wilson's going to give. This is crazy. You. Yeah, this is crazy to say. I'm going to bench you down to the third spot. You're not even going to dress out for the game that Mike White's playing, and then Mike White can't go. <coughs> think this little Flacco, or yeah. We'll go back in. And maybe they also want to see, all right, is he going to bounce back? Yeah. And he didn't. Yeah, Jets are on the downward. They're on the downward. Were you a little surprised by the Giants beating the Commanders? Well. Even though that was blatant the, pass interference. Yeah, there was, well, there was a couple things that were yeah. really uh, disturbing about the end of that game. So one of them was uh, Washington's receiver. I've seen the replay plenty of times now. He's lining up. And he's a little short, so he looks over to the line judge and is asking him, like, am I good? And he kind of tells him he needs to move up. So he moves up, like, maybe six, seven inches, looks over, and the guy's giving him, like, the thumbs up. Uh, like, he's good. Yeah. But I noticed as soon as the receiver then uh, looks back into, like, you know, into the where the ball's going to be snapped, the ref goes immediately down to his... The same one that gave him the thumbs. Yeah, it's the same guy. Ooh. He goes immediately to his flag, 
And I could tell her, like, oh, he's ready to pull it. And as soon as the flag, was, the ball snapped, there was a flag up in the air. And so he was saying, like, but you told me I was good. Because I guess it's maybe, it may be difficult looking down the line to see yeah. if you're on the line. So you're like, I don't know if I'm judging this right. So you see this all the time. They'll look over to the line. Yeah, they always do that. They're, yeah. Like, good, good, not good. Do I need to scoot up? And he scooted up a little bit. And the guy told him he was good. Then throws the flag on him. Mm. And then, then, of course, then it still ended up being a, a, a pass interference that should have happened. But uh, Jimmy Johnson was saying uh, when he was on the Coward Show, he said, yeah, but you've got to be, he, told, he said, I always told my team, like, you need to be better than bad calls. Like, you're going to have bad refereeing. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. You have to be better than that. Yeah. So, like, don't let it come down to that. Wise words from a wise man. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Oh, I got my dad the, the Swagger book by Jimmy Johnson. He's the oh, okay. latest book he's written. But it, it's again one of those things. I think it's just like there's some there's some stuff happening within refs. Yeah, just Someone all around the league. Giants, that's kind of like do, do they have opinions? Do they start forming opinions about things? Not saying he was throwing the game, but there's definitely some. Crazy I mean, stuff if you were on. a conspiracy theorist. And this guy's giving you the thumbs up that you're okay. And then as soon as the play goes, he throws a flag on you. Then, I mean, I'm kind of on the on the fence of thinking to myself, like, eh, maybe, you know. Something but it's all on here. video, too. You can't get yeah, it right. I mean, that's, Everything's on video now. I mean, that's that's playoff implications. But the NFL seeing. would have to ask him, okay, so you told him that you're good. So why'd you call the flag on Why'd yeah. you throw the flag on him? And it, he knew he was going to throw Like, I'm telling you, when they were... About to snap, his hand was already moving over to the flag side, and he was grabbing it, and he knew he was going to throw it on him. Yeah. So I'm like, well, yeah, but you misled him, telling him he's okay, and then you did it anyways. It reminds me, um, just the other day, um, Doncic and Jason Kidd got kicked out and ejected from the game, and in the NBA, this the reason I'm trying to bring this in is, in the NBA, it's been known for years that certain refs... They don't like certain teams, yeah. or they form opinions to certain players, and they have a quick view, <coughs> and they'll immediately, like, maybe they'll take more from other guys, and, and people jawing at them for bad calls, or whatever it is, but it's like, some people just hate particular guys, and I'm thinking, like, no, you're paid to ref this game unbiased and fairly. Yeah. That's your job. Your job isn't to try to, like... Well, I don't really like that guy. I don't like his attitude, and, I don't, and so I'm gonna like give him a technical, or I'm gonna throw him out. If you know, it's maybe I can, I can allow some other guy to give me like to mouth off a little bit more. You can't. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. But the NBA doesn't seem to care. In the NFL, it's I think it's a harder game. I'm not sure that's what's happening in the NFL. It's just I just wish like refereeing would be a lot more fair and unbiased because that's what we want. We don't want them to control the outcomes of the games. And this one, I think they they probably did. Who's to know? I mean, you know, they, yeah, they think converted. from the commander's fan standpoint and the team itself, like that sucks. I mean, yeah, just, you feel like this that's, you're, you're in a playoff race here, right? Now, all of a sudden, now you're a game behind. You're in well, last luckily, place in the division. They gave us, that gave us the so that's why I kind of brought that game. We lost. We got the playoff. Group. We uh, I felt like it was a walk of shame into the playoffs, right? When we didn't win it by our own device, we had to yeah, we didn't own someone, our own. Yeah, destiny. we had to have somebody else. Let us, you know, back into the playoffs, which is, I'm happy, right? But in the same respect, in the same time, I'm kind of like, it's not the way I wanted to get in. Yeah, we've been sliding the last few games. Yeah. We, we talked about, yeah, we got a couple of dubs against some weak opponents that should have been 
blowouts. Again, look at the Colts one. You look at the score, you'd say it was, but it really wasn't. Yeah. And then here we go, continuing that slide and got beat by a, a up and the coming team. Oh, yeah, I was going to go over that real quick. Um, record versus current playoff teams. So, again, there's going to be some shifting here, so who knows what's going to happen to some of these teams. Maybe they're not going to make the playoffs. Maybe they are. But as it stands today, we're 5-2 and two over playoff teams that are current playoff teams today. Okay. Beat the Giants twice, Bengals, Commanders, and Vikings. And then we've lost the Eagles and Bucks. I was surprised. When I was looking for this, I said, all right. I said, I'm going to pull up this, see what we've been doing on record versus playoff teams. I really was thinking, oh, we're going to have really, really good records uh, against, obviously, loser teams. Because that's what we've done. We just beat up on weaker opponents, yeah. and then we lose against good teams. But maybe the Bengals one is one that... The, the Bucks too. I don't know if they... Like, the Bengals, when we first played them... They weren't. They were not the same Bengals there are now. No, not at all. Like not because all. of the injury. They had no identity at the time. They were lost. Yeah, I mean, I guess you gotta look at that team was just offensively not the same as they are. They've had banged up guys and they've all can come back and so that's been like Burrow was hurt and because remember he had surgery. I think he has a he had appendicitis. Yeah. yeah. So he missed some time and everyone was kind of writing them off, but then they start storming back, and they had a couple guys out that have come back. I mean, they did well with Chase out. Honestly, he was out for three weeks and, and, and or four weeks, and they did Yeah, they did okay. They won. Yeah, because they have Boyd. Tyler Boyd's still yeah. pretty good. And Higgins, T. Higgins. But then you look at the Bucks and you say, yeah, they're a playoff team, but they suck. No, they're... Um... Terrible. They're still in division lead. <laughs> like you said, they're in the worst division now. That is, that is a... South um... is worse. More than likely, that's we're going to play whoever wins that division in the first round, which is a blessing in some regard because, I mean, we should win. You think we'll hold our spot? We'll hold I, our I'm fifth. see. I what upsets me more than anything is what's shaping up this weekend. It's what's happening with the Eagles right now, right? If you would have took care of business against Green Bay, if you would have beaten the Jags. Now, all of a sudden, this game on right. Saturday right. means a hell of a lot more because now you got the number one seed in, in the division or in the actual conference up, up for grabs, right? And then all of a sudden, you get the news that Hurts might not play. He's hurt. Hurts is hurt. <laughs> um, you got this, this news coming out, and now all of a sudden, you start thinking back to these games, and you're like, this, is, this could have been all here for us to take, and now we can't. They're going to have to lose out, and we're going to have to win every th- all the games. Now, we're sure we'll talk about the Eagles here. Um, but past the Eagles, you've got the Titans, who seem to be falling off. Yeah. And then you play the Commanders, who are probably going to be fighting to try to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Let's, so you were going to get their best. Well, let's see. Yeah, let's and that's see in Washington. Because I think they're, they're still with the seventh. Yeah, they're sitting at seven. So they're trying to hold on to – their little playoff hopes. So yeah, they'll probably obviously going to. It's a division game too, so those are always hard to predict because it's it's not. I don't even say it's a rival anymore. I don't. Who do you think is the biggest rival in the, amongst the other three teams for the Cowboys? Instead of Eagles. 
Yeah, Eagles now. Yeah. I think it's fluctuated throughout the years, but I think right now it's the Eagles. Yeah. Especially with the friggin' general manager or whatever sending cheesesteaks down to Jacksonville. Did you hear about this? Yeah, they congratulated Just to congratulate for beating us? Like, come on. Yeah. A bunch of punks. But yeah, even Washington, they it seems like that's kind of switching out. Now the Giants need to be yes. falling to the side. Because we beat them. We're 2-0 against them this season. Yeah. And now the Commanders will... Because back in the day, they were a really big rival. The, you know, the old team name, the Commanders versus Cowboys. And then now, they're kind of coming back. I almost think it might help us out because if you think about it from a standpoint of playoff seeding, the last place team in the conference within the playoffs, 17, has to play more than likely Minnesota. The sixth place team has to go to San Francisco. From my standpoint, I'd rather finish in seventh and have to go play Minnesota than finish in sixth and have to go play in San Fran. So it might be something if that's all set up in the giant, and it's like if Washington wins, they're sixth; if they lose, they're seventh. Yeah, but keep the fifth, and we'll play either the Bucks or if, if the, maybe the Panthers come back. Now this is us, us win. Like we win Saturday, we win against the Titans. Yeah, I don't. Well, we'll get to the Eagles, but uh, I don't think we're winning that. This is going to be a game. I think it's going to surprise us. In a good way. Well, okay, yeah, I guess we'll get to that one. Um, but yeah, any, so any other points about this last game? Um, no, just just a, I mean, honestly, just a, uh, a disappointment, a wasted opportunity. Um, come out of that game with even more questions at the quarterback position now. And to think that we're in the long haul with this guy. What about DeMond Clark? I like him. Yeah, he led the team in tackles. I like him. Good pickup. Good pickup. I think there's a. I think, um, man, I can't remember who it was on Twitter. Made a comment today about if he's able to, if he gets better at identifying or quickly understanding what the offense is doing, watch out. He's going to be a very, a major player for us. Um, I like to see him switch numbers. I don't like seeing him wear 33. I think it's kind of weak for a linebacker. But that's my only complaint. Uh, yeah, for someone that had their spine fused back together, <laughs> he's out there doing what he's doing. Amen. Amen. We're going to need him now, especially with Manorish being out. Yeah. With a stinger. But they said, yeah, it's not It's not a... It's not a full neck thing. It's yeah. just his like, shoulder stinger or something like that. He said, I think they reported out that he said that he's just waiting for it to stop stinging, I guess. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I, I, I guess they hit a nerve, right? Yeah, and like a pinched nerve or something, yeah. maybe. But yeah, DeMond Clark, he's leading our team in tackles, and then Parsons 10th on the team in tackles that game. Like, you can't have, man, I don't want to harp on this too much, but I don't think we can go back to this conversation of Lawrence Taylor stuff. Remember uh, about the first quarter of the the season? Or even last year. It was like, oh, look at this guy. Right. He's, he's like... He's, but the thing like, is, Taylor didn't line up at defensive end every every play. He, well, we, not we, mistaken, yeah, like, I didn't watch a ton of Lawrence Taylor, of course. Like, you know, this was... Like, yeah, but you can look at the highlights. But what you're seeing, like, I think he traveled around a lot more. Like, you never knew where he but was going to be. we put him in the middle, too. We, we put Parsons up But for there the too. most part, he's just playing end right now. Yeah. They need, like then we talked about earlier, they need to let him roam. Lions roam, right? <laughs> they don't just stay in one position. They roam. Yeah, they, they search. They hunt. 
Um, so, so you're saying the scheme is the reason? I think so. I think he's getting beat up. I think he's going up against guys that are way bigger than him, even though he's a very big man. And it's it's they outweigh him. They're pushing down on him. They're doubling him. All right. Let me put on <coughs> devil's advocate, advocate though, because you, you look at superstars find a way to get it done, regardless. Like, I'll go back to the only other superstar thing we have in the Dallas area right now is Doncic. You see him go against guards, against forwards, centers. Doesn't really seem to matter. He's still going to do his thing. Yeah. Maybe defensively, he's not the great. He's gotten better this year. But he finds a way to do it, regardless. Because most teams are like, we're taking him out. We're going to yeah. double him. We're going to do whatever. He'll still end up with 30 points and, you know, 9, 10 rebounds, maybe more, and 8 or 9 assists. Like, consistently. You don't usually see a big drop-off. Now, he, he missed... Uh, getting 20 points he had like i think it was 36 games in a row over 20 points Mm because he got ejected but i'm seeing parsons go from dominating to just playing terrible like he's not producing so and we're going up against teams who like even jacksonville like i think they rotate out their starting tackle like something happened he got hurt they put in some other guy, and you're still not doing anything against But I'm also not seeing Parsons do some things that I think he should be doing, which is, it's almost every time I see him line up on, on, on DN, DN, he's doing a, like a bull rush. And why isn't he using spin moves? Why isn't he using like... He's trying to use power, not be finesse. Yeah, like not doing finesse he's stuff. faster. Yeah. So use well, your Well, unless speed. he's compromised, unless he's hurt. Like go inside, out. Outside, yeah. in. It's like, it's like, okay... Here's not, not the analogy you're really looking for, but it, Jacob is a was an undersized. They said he was a linebacker, but he was playing DN basically mm-hmm. all all game, and he's a tall, lanky kid, and so he's going up against a lot bigger, chunkier offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell him the same thing: like, stop trying to like push these guys back. You're gonna spin your wheels just sitting there trying to push some guy back, yeah. and they're not gonna have enough time. You're not gonna get there. Use your speed. Go inside out. You gotta use different moves, right? Wasn't all that what he was practicing, right? With yeah, I thought D uh, D Ware was working yeah, with Von thought, Miller. You know, hitting hands and moving. Yeah, Collins even up, talked like, about how he's he helped not him out. Doing those maneuvers, he's just trying to shove guys back, and yeah. he doesn't have. He's strong, but I think there's a big gap between uh, offensive lineman strong and linebacker quote, you know, hybrid. Yeah, hybrid guy. Like, well, he's pretty active on Twitter, man. You might want to reach out to him and uh, I don't know what's going on. Give him your take because he will respond. But he, he's he got to know that the coaches have to tell him, right? I mean, like, hey, nasty. dude, use a spin move on him. Yeah, I mean, that, dude, that's what you've done that's worked in the past. Use you should your quickness. Do it. Like, that's what makes you explosive is yeah. your closing speed, your quickness. You can't always try to power these guys. Actually, I wouldn't say don't even waste your time. That's what they want. Yeah. Right? Offensive linemen say, I just need to occupy three seconds, four maybe. And just keep you away for just a little bit. That's all they're trying to do. So why do you want to put your hands on them? Get them yeah. away or slap their hands down. Under, you know, swim moves. Yeah. Overtake them somehow. Well, hopefully he'll get it together. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, guys. And we'll be right back with some more post-game adjustments. Thank you. 
All right, Dallas post-game adjustments. Or Dallas Cowboys post-game adjustments. Sorry. There we go. That's what we were going for right there. Sorry about that, guys. We were waiting for Fly Like, fly like an Eagle, and it uh, wasn't queued up exactly where I had planned it to be queued up. I, I, I thought it was going to play. But anyway, that is Fly Like an Eagle by the Steve Miller Band, and which is... Which is good because, you know, we're about to play the Eagles, so it makes sense. We always try to uh, make sure the music is somehow Relevant associated. To, like, yeah. I think the Christmas wasn't, you know, this time around, but, you know, it's Christmas, so what are you going to do? But um, I did want to say real quick, uh, the last couple of episodes, guys, we, we've had a lot more streams um, of the podcast. We greatly appreciate that. Um, so what I'd like you guys, like, if you're listening to it and you like the content, great. But if you don't, you think we need to do something different. You want to hear some different things like let us know in the comment section so we can definitely adjust um we don't do this professionally we do this out of fun honestly it's like a hobby i guess you would say um but we definitely want it to be good content and stuff that you guys want to listen to yeah especially so. too if you want me uh i haven't broken down any like plays specifically like i used to and get back to that kind of go to the old quote-unquote chalkboard yeah corner. we can have a, we can have a coach's corner segment man we can we can have it now I did have a rant that I want oh, to go off. This go. is going to go off. This isn't football related. This is just a rant that I have that I've recognized here recently that is bothering me. And I feel like I need to express myself because I've kept it bottled in. I, went, I told my wife about it today. All right. Let's get it off your chest. Okay. I think we have a problem in this country. I don't know if it's worldwide. But right now, specifically in this area, tipping is becoming a problem, Donovan. Yeah. I'm going to give you an instance. Two instances, okay? Typically, since the pandemic occurred and we were working from home, each morning I'll stop and get Amber coffee. Amber's my wife, by the way. And uh, typically I stop at QT. But every once in a while, I like to spice things up. It's kind of an ongoing joke. And I'll go to Starbucks and get her the expensive coffee. Oh, you're talking about the Starbucks tipping thing? So I go to Starbucks and very simple order. It's a a venti, whatever the hell, the large, black coffee. Nothing else. Not, no cream, no sugar. All you're doing is press the button and the coffee's coming out into the cup. And that's all. So the first time I've done this, I go up there, I put, she, she hands me the, the credit card machine. I slide my card in and then she basically puts it in my face in the drive-thru and there's tips on the bottom. It was like $1, $3, what, $5. What am I tipping you for? What are you doing? You're pouring the damn coffee. Now, I understand there's a lot of people that might listen to this that are worked in the service industry. The only job that I ever worked at where I got tips, I was 16 sacking groceries at Albertsons in Mesquite, Texas off Galloway. You had tips for that? Yeah, man. I mean, and, and I honestly think that sacking groceries is a much more hmm. in-depth, strenuous job as compared to pouring coffee into a cup. But it's just, it's everywhere you go. Subway tonight. Got Logan a sandwich. Decided to go in there. Logan's my son, by the way. Um, go in there, and I said, you know, I want some cookies. I want, I, it's been a while, so I'm going to get some cookies. Now, I tipped them online when I bought the sandwiches. I go up there, can I, can I get six cookies, two of each? And she's like, yeah, she puts them in the bag. Go to put the card in, and the tip pulls up. $5.60, the first tip was 18%. They wanted $1.20. For giving me six cookies that you put in a bag. It's well, getting, maybe getting, they didn't even put in the bag, honestly. It probably came from whatever manufacturer they used. Well, yeah, it's not like she made it in front of me. If you make it in front of me, I'm going to tip you. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, wow. Like, so those already come packaged. Yeah. And they just... 
And then she had the, the, the gall to look at the receipt. Well, imagine probably thought you buy a, cheap mother. a bag of chips. Would they ask for a tip? I guess they would. That's the way it is now. <laughs> like, they come already packaged. I mean, honestly, even if you buy stuff online right now and you go pick it up, they automatically yeah. add 18%. And then you have to, and then I, you feel like a cheap butt when you go in there and adjust. I think it is a lot more of an American thing, and so maybe you know there can be other people could comment about this, but I think it's a lot more of an American thing. We tip at dinner all the time, which I understand. Not taking anything away from that, right? Uh, I'm on board with but that. But we tip delivery drivers, you know, we tip that kind of stuff, and I always tip the same. I don't care what it is, I'm tipping five dollars yeah. for pizza, or Chinese food, uh, DoorDash. All that kind of stuff. I'm tipping five bucks. Mm -hmm. That's it. But if I go pick up the pizza, I'm not tipping. No. And I'm not tipping on uh, like those purchases right there. Like I've gone to Jersey Mike's and places yeah. like that. I'm not tipping you. Like your job is to make sandwiches and bag it. And you're not. I and guarantee they're already expensive anyways. Exactly. You already make. You're not getting paid minimum wage and you're having to get the tips to survive, right? Like a waiter does, or a waitress does, or a server. Like you're making above minimum wage. I'm sure Starbucks is paying their people decently. But it's just, it's almost like companies don't want to pay for their people. So they're trying to get us to pay for it. Even though inflation's jacked everything up. And our salaries haven't gone up. Have you, you ever go to Cane's? Yeah, rarely. So we'll get the Caniac combo. The kids will split it. It's so expensive. It's the, it used to, Caniac combo used to be $10, $10.99. So expensive. Now it's like $14.80 something. Yeah, if you get a family meal, you're Within a year, dude. Within a year, it's gone up. My did you? That's fifty percent. Your salary go up fifty percent? No, it didn't. So stop asking me to tip. Okay, well, then. Uh, if you ask you something else, then it's along the same lines. Mm -hmm. Donations. This is a heavy time for donations. I act like I'm on my cell phone. All right, no, you go to no, you go to the grocery store. Oh, Kroger. Yep. You you, you pay. Would you like to donate to this or that? Now I'll tell you this. I did donate to the Salvation Army. Uh, recently when I did because it made me write the cowboy game and stuff I was yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. yeah brought it in my team hey, you know what it worked they jumped in just and it to defy the NFL I'm yeah. gonna donate some money yeah. to the Salvation Army hell with you could do but there's so many times I'm like would you like to donate to this would you like to donate to that would you like I'm like no and, and then they ask you you want to feed the poor children and I'm like are you trying to guilt trip me into this no the like, woman at Kroger right well they announce it now yeah she does She does. every five minutes she's doing something and I went up there and I, I bought a I bought a box a couple weeks ago. I bought one, right? Ten dollars. I'm like, that's good. That's good. I'm going up there, and every time I go in there, like, oh, do you want a donor? Like, I I have already done it. Like, and then finally, I got to the point. A couple of days ago, the woman asked me, the cashier asked me, hey, do you want a donor? And like, if I donated every time I come to the store, I would have to be getting the box because like <laughs> I'm here all the time, and you're wanting me to, to donate every time. I'm gonna need a hunger box. I can't do this every time. I don't have this kind of disposable income to be doing this every time I come. But yeah, we go to the store and every time that woman gets on the, the thing, all right, let's hear for 540. Woohoo! Logan flips his lid. He just can't stand her. And then one day we're up there. I'm like, hey, Logan, that's the woman right there. Oh, he's like, so oh, I don't like her, dad. <laughs> I'm like, well, she's, she's doing a good thing. She's annoying. But anyway, yeah, that's my rant. The tipping thing's got to stop. I, I can't, I can't. Because I feel bad. Like she looked at the receipt. And she's like, you cheat. I've heard in other countries, though, at restaurants that they're almost insulted when you're tipping because it's like, no, they take pride in what they're doing and they're Not working either. and then you're like trying to give them extra money. They're like, no, I'm already doing yeah. what I just You put a cookie in a bag, you want a dollar. No, come on. 
Yeah, it might be. That'd My be kid rents the yard, he gets a dollar. You put a cookie in the bag, thank you. It'd be interesting to see uh, what other countries are right. doing, but I know for sure. I digress. They're American way, too. And then the percentages. So my dad's still, we go to a restaurant, he's at 15%. That's, I mean, that's standard. I go 20. Oh, okay. I feel like 20 is standard now, but I won't typically go above that. And I won't normally go below that unless you really make. See, I if you I'm really that, screw yeah. it up, then I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. We have we have a table discussion. We go to a restaurant, Amber and I. At the end, when we get the bill, and I will ask, "How do you think the service was here? You think it was good? Do you think she did a good job or he did a good job? Were they attentive? How long do we wait for drinks? Right. Those kinds of well, things. Well, right? if you're at a big table, one of the things that, that really irks me is if they don't time the food out right. Yeah. So you've got like. Maybe table six or seven, and there's one person waiting on their food. Everyone else has their food, and one person's waiting. Like, no, you should have timed all that out, right? Like, put on the hot plate, make sure that it's some of the food, other food's ready to go. Yeah. Wait for the last one, then deliver them all. Not mm-hmm. like you're waiting another 10 minutes and everyone wants to dig in, and you're like trying to be polite and like, all right, where's this other food? Or drinks. If you're not, if you're not on par with the drinks and making sure I got my drinks, yeah. Nah. Although, you know, we go to Roma Casino there, right here, local in Allen. Me and you will just run to the bar. <laughs> Let's grab a drink while we're waiting. But, and it's almost like the, the waiter or waitress gets upset because you're like, I, I could have got that for you. That yeah, been, well, you didn't. That would have been a tip. Yeah, I would have expected more because I got you drink. Because you went to a bar, and the bartender poured the damn drink, and you brought it to me, but I got to tip you. I'm just, I'm done with tipping. I'm done. That's my rant. All right. Sorry, guys. If you work in the service industry, I'm not talking about you. I know I just was talking about you because we were talking <laughs> about Roma Casino, but I do not mean it in that. In no, that it, it's really talking about more of the corporate structures yes. around these places where they're asking for tips that's not normally a tipping environment. I get you. And stop charging $3 for iced tea. Okay, that's another thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. We got Cowboys Eagles coming up Saturday. That's going to make it fun. Saturday, uh, is it Christmas evening? Eve. Is it evening? No, it's three twenty-five kickoff. Three twenty-five. Okay, yeah. that's good. It's better than these noon games for me. Yeah, I can't. Although I didn't tell you this, uh, so Sunday, Jacob wakes up and wants to watch the World Cup. It's nine thirty in the morning. We start watching, and then that carried us all the way through. And I told him, look, because that that was that was a great game. There was a lot of complaints that a, though that it was carrying into the games. Well, the I was. I told Jacob, look, <laughs> if this goes on anymore. Uh, we're not going to watch it. I'm switching yeah. to Cowboys. Like, that's... It's understandable. One. I have a flag outside for a reason. Yeah. Not, you know, hey. I don't have Argentina or France's flag out waving. <laughs> yeah. So. But that was a tremendously entertaining game. Uh, just when you see superstars going at it, mm-hmm. and it's back and forth. I mean, it seemed like it was going to be over. Then Mbappe comes out there, starts scoring goals up and right, and ties it up. Then you go overtime, and nothing happens there. And then you go into the penalty kicks. Like, that... I think that was awesome. Yeah. It's a good way to end it. Just to see, I mean, the the pressure and the moment. And, again, I mean, we were going for Argentina, but, you know, because of Messi and things yeah. like that. But, man, I I could have been happy either way because that game it was just that entertaining. It was just I went and got wings on Sunday, like, right about 1130 when they opened up, right? Had ordered them at, like, 1030, went and picked them up at 1130. I walk in and I guess I'm gonna guess it was Argentina that scored because I don't think the guy was from France. And he screamed. I, I I heard him before I walked in and I got I got scared. 
I was like, what in God's name is <laughs> going on? What's happening to Wings? Yeah, I'm like, what happened? I'm about to almost turn back around with my, my cards on. I'm Get these Wings. <laughs> I don't need these hot lemon pepper ones, the Cowboy Specials, which I love. Uh, but I went in, and he's like, oh, screaming at the top of his lungs. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. He's, he's talking, but he should stop now because there's a customer in the store. But he did not stop. He kept going. He's a very, he was very passionate. Yeah. No, he was, he was excited. He was excited. And, and you know, hey, it only happens every four years, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, so, yeah, back to Cowboys. Yes, Eagles. yes, yes. Uh, so, Jalen Hurts has uh, injured his shoulder from, I've heard a couple things. I think it is his throwing shoulder from okay. what I understand. There, there was a couple reports that it was not a throwing shoulder, but it, I think it's his throwing shoulder. But they haven't ruled him out. He's so, not practice today. Yeah, it would kind of make sense. I mean, if you've got an issue with your arm, you're not going it, to... It's when you don't practice... Especially, this is a Saturday game. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't practice tomorrow and you don't practice Thursday, yeah, I think he's out. I, I think they're in a good situation to let him sit. I mean, you're not going for an undefeated season, so right. But I've heard losing some, one game is not going to cost. There's some players say they hated sitting and they hated sitting out because of bye weeks yeah. in the playoffs because you lose your rhythm, you don't feel in sync. Mm-hmm. And so if he sits out this game, then does he sit out the next and the next, and then they have a bye? See, I I'd actually heard that today that um, there might be a chance where they sit in the rest of the season. They send him a couple of games because in in, in actuality, like, it's not going to do anything to their playoff sitting season. Like it might impact his ability to. But let's say he plays, and that shoulder's not a hundred percent, and he gets hit he gets again. Hit again. And now you're going to... I mean, they've done it before where backups come. Oh, it's a, it's a risky thing because you, you yep. could forfeit your season like based on playing him. But then you could also not play him, take the conservative approach, then put him out there in their first playoff game, which I guess that would be the divisional game. And then he doesn't look right. It's just like he's off or he's like he's up and off. And you know how quickly just an off game could just tank your team. Especially in the playoffs, yeah. Yeah, it, it's... It's crazy to be in that position. Now, had Dallas, again, taken care of business in Green Bay and beaten Jacksonville, then regardless, I think he plays this Saturday because there's a lot on the line. But since there's no, that's probably why they sent the cheesesteaks down to Jacksonville because like, we don't have to play him this week. We can rest him. Like, give him a week off. We're probably still going to beat Dallas. Yeah, let's get Gardner Minshew. Right? Yeah. Uh, he used to play for the Jags. He did. funny. And now he's come to play. Now he's only completed two passes. Uh, I think for only four yards, and he's been in he's been in a couple games, but uh, the other two games he was in, it was just uh, take a knee, so he has like minus two yards rushing on two carries technically. So. Okay. But other than that, he's only passed two. He's only made two completions. So, is he ready to play? And I think you have a pretty high opinion of him. I, I'm I a know. fan of his. I I like his. Um, yeah, I think I've talked about here on the podcast before. I'm a I like Tyler Heineke. I like Minshew. I like that style of quarterback. Um, I know I've said this, you know, I it's no secret that I am a massive fan of Tony Romo's and, and still am um, as a player, not as a broadcaster. Kind of getting on my nerves broadcasting. But as far as a player goes, I see when I've seen Heineke play, when I've seen Gardner Minshew play, I, I kind of get that little bit of that Romo-esque um, yeah, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. He's, right a, he's a gamer. He is. It's one of those guys, He he's going to bring it every game, and he's going to go out and do everything he can to win the game. Now, is he, like, 
super talented, probably not. But <coughs> he's like, like you say, he's one of those guys that can make plays. So we you're gonna live take him lightly. You're gonna live and die with him, right? You're gonna he's gonna hit some plays that are gonna be like wow, and then he's gonna do something like kind of like our own quarterback actually. He does something one minute, and you're like, damn, that looks really good. Why don't you do it all the time? And then he's going to do something stupid, and you're like, please don't ever do that again. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's still – I'm still chucking it up. I know it's – It's. this is uh, – again, this is one of those crazy games where – that's why it's so – I would never probably even bet on Dallas because you just don't know what you're going to get. This feels like, to me, I feel like we're going to lose. And we're probably going to lose. If Jalen Hurts is 100%, then we're going to get our butts kicked. If he does play 70 80% and he's not truly all the way there, maybe it's close. But then I could also see this could be a game we just dominate, which is weird because it's like, and you think, why would you think that? You know, like, why would why would you say that? Because you, we saw the decline these last few weeks, even though we had that big win over the Colts we were still losing most of that game, and then we lose, you know, we win the next one against Houston, and that's like again, back and forth game, and then takes a you know drive down the minute left or how much was left on the clock, and then we lose the next one. Why would you think we? But it's, that's just how the Cowboys are. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden they just show up, and you're like, it's like the Vikings, forty to three. What? I wasn't expecting that. No. And so you just don't know whatever you're gonna get. With this team, so maybe we pull it off, but does it even really? I mean, does it? We have to have them lose out, right? I am more inclined to. Yeah, we're not winning the division. Let's just that's that ship has sailed. It's gone. It's in the distance. We're not winning the division now. Yes, they would have to lose out, and we would have to win out, right? Um, I don't trust this team to win out, and I don't think Philly's gonna lose out. So the division's done. So then, what which I think is a is 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 like it'd be nice to have a bye week. I guess, to rest people up and get them going. But I think if we could stay in the fifth seed, I think that is a far better option. So then more likely what we're trying to do is hold off the Giants and hold off exactly. Washington, which is like why we still can't – we can't sit guys and say, all right, uh, we're in good position, we're locked in, because we're not necessarily locked in. No, we're locked into the fifth to the seventh. That's all we're locked right, into. Right, so we need the we, we need the fifth. Yes. I think you, – you threw out some good scenarios, like – if we have to play Minnesota, I'm not that worried, but I don't want to drop down anymore. I don't want to go to San Francisco. No. Uh-uh. That is a loss. Yeah. They annihilated us unless, unless, you know, they figure out what Purdy's doing. Um, but that defense is, is scary. And with our quarterback and his lack of consistency, I guess you would say, that, that scares me. I don't want to, I don't want to play that game. Um, scenario. The Eagles, they didn't look fantastic against the Bears. 25-20 win. I think for a little bit there in the first half, the Bears are winning. Yeah, and Jalen Hurst, he did it again. He was running on him and, you know, throwing the ball well. And then Fields was running. That's what was, I told you. That's, again. All, he I, that's all he does. He, yeah. I told you that. I think I told everybody four or five episodes ago, like, that's what he does. He's a... So was he a pretty decent thrower in college? Thought he was okay. Yeah, but again, was well, Iowa State guy, right? So again, they guys are really producing they're all wide open though. It's like that's a school that I just I would not invest a high draft pick in a quarterback. Well, it's something that uh, I know I'm always referencing Colin Cowherd, but dude's got 
a lot of knowledge, and he just puts it into a good summary for you. It's like the top quarterbacks in the league don't come from those schools you think no. they're going to come from. They don't come usually Alabama or Ohio State. or They don't come from those big schools. They come from smaller schools. Boise. And one of his points was that these guys have to struggle. right? Their, their guys aren't as open. This is his big point. I really agree with it. Their guys are not as open because they don't have usually the top receivers or the top tight ends. So they yeah. have to fit it into small windows yeah. consistently. And then when quarterbacks like Tua or Mac Jones or these guys have been playing with like great receivers, they come in, they're like, oh, these guys aren't open. Yeah, they are, but you're not used to like really dialing it in. Yeah. And so when they do come to the NFL, there's like, you've seen some of these coverages, like going back to that Herbert pass from two games ago, where he drills it over to the sideline and it's like right in the guy's hand as he's blanketed. Like they can make those passes. All those other guys, they haven't struggled. They haven't had the play good defensive coverages. So then when they come to the NFL, it's just a big shock to the system. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that's that, that's an issue. Um, but, man, they're the second highest scoring team in the league. They're averaging 29.4. Jeez. The third highest offensive yards per game. Their turnover differential, they're still top at plus 12. Cowboys are plus 9. So... We're still we're still taking the ball away. You saw saw last game with three takeaways, but they're stout, and I can't see like any issues with their team now. Obviously, this Jalen Hurts thing could be. We'll see, but other than that, I, I don't see any really weaknesses. They're just gonna. I mean, for Dallas to win, they're just gonna have to be off. Like Philly's just gonna have to have a bad game. Yeah, or let's see, Minshew plays and yeah has a bad game. Then dominate with a run ball, like the run game, and take take their ball out of their hands, and just control the clock. And that's, that's about. I mean, that's that's gonna happen. No, when team. Dak throws the interception, which he will, we're gonna have to figure out. Hopefully, it's a it's a longer field, and it's not like in our end. That should be the game we play now. How many interceptions is he gonna throw? <laughs> right, because I think we're given one a game. Now, the object of the game is to see: are you are you gonna go out on them and say three, two? Because you're going you're gonna to get one. It's going to happen. When he threw that interception, the first one, I'm like, okay. Not really surprised. Not at all. Like, I know, we talked about it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. It's like, it, it just depends on when. Because if, it, if it's in the first quarter and the game is not decided, all right, it's fine. But that last one, uh, that obviously killed us. He is, he's in his own world. I mean, think about it. They punt him. So it went to overtime. They punted. So I mean, we had the game with two minutes left in regulation when he the, fumbled. The defense did the job. And then Kevin Moore's like, let's throw it three times. Let's not even think about running. Why? Why should we even think about it? I, I mean, why? Well, that's where McCarthy's supposed to step in, right? No, 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 guys. Nuh-uh. He could chime in, right? Hey, nope, we're not doing you, that. You would think. No, we're not I'm doing that. To. We're, we're going to do this now. It's, or... Could he step in and say, you know what? No, I like this play better. We're doing this. Overruling you. That's what we're going to do. Unless there's some understanding from Jerry Jones that you do not do that to Kellen. I don't know. <sighs> you can't, he can't do that. This, this has got to be. This dude has got to get a college job or some kind of other job after this year because we we he's got to go. Who, Kellen? Yeah, he's got to go. He's, it's, 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 
his his scheme is predictable. It's not exciting. No, and when he does try to do something which he thinks is exciting is is negative yardage. I think they plays. ran twenty six plays on Sunday where they, they formed that three formation on the side and every time they ran the ball. There's yeah. like the triplets on the side. Right? Yeah, yeah, there was there was one specific They was, even called it out, Greg yeah. also like it's like the second time they've done this. There was one specific play, I remember that, and, and I'm thinking, okay, you got the three like stack the receivers in a triangle kind of formation. Uh-huh. And I said, Okay. Then run it that direction because you got three blockers. No, they ran it to the other side, to the to the weak side, and it was just blown well, up. His thought is like, like, oh, they're all gonna see their no, three of them. But here. why didn't Dak overrule that? Hey, switch, switch, or whatever you want to call it. Kill, kill, kill. Red. They call it red sometimes. They're, they're calling it the right direction. Uh, I think there was a, well, I think it was Olsen maybe he's been calling him out. He, he so, knows the plays. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're okay. going to go right. He actually said that. I, I don't know if it was this game or last game, but Dax says something. And he's like, oh, they're going to change and go up the guard. They're going to run up. And they did that same damn play, right? If Greg Olsen knows what's being called, Right, yeah. You don't think someone on the field knows what's going on? He, he called it out. I think it was red, and he's like, oh, so they're going to go to the right, yeah. and it's going to be a, uh, a a zone a zone read is what he said. He's going to do a zone read here where, like, the offensive liner are playing zone, not not like a, a certain man kind of yeah. blocking scheme. It's a zone scheme. You try to get where you can get holes, and he called it out. And I was like, okay. It's almost like the, when Romo used to say yeah. Say what they would do, and you're just like, man, yeah. How does this guy who I'm sure you spent time with him, but I I know they're not telling them what they're gonna do. No, they're not sitting down there and like, hey, what's you your play calls? Hey, we're gonna run these. Let me show you these. This this formation we're gonna run, and if I say red, I'm going to the right. You know, he, they're not doing that. But if he knows it, there's some linebacker out there that's sitting there going, like, all right, they're going. They're, this is what they're gonna do. Right. Come on. Yeah, it, it's uh. And that's the problem with this offense. It's so, it's either too predictable, it's not creative enough, and when you try to get creative, it's stupid. It's it's these re- triple reverses that never work. Yeah, that it's never right. worked. Well, that I'm glad that they stopped doing that. Junk. It never works. It was the first play I think of the season uh, against the Bucks where they tried that junk. And then also after the game, so Gallup didn't have a very good game, right? Well, I wouldn't. I don't want to say he didn't have a good game. He, I, he didn't get involved. So here's the thing. Okay. After the game, I think that question was brought up to Kellen about Gallup. And he made the comment, we have to get him involved. So you're just figuring that out now? Okay. Because what they're doing with, with Washington and what they do with Gallup and what they're probably even maybe going to do now um, T-Y. with T.Y. is like they're clear out routes. So... Those are our burner guys, right? Those are the guys who are going to take deep routes. So all they're trying to do is draw safety coverage away from the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. And that's all we're looking to do. Just It's like they're just running sprints. Hey, just just go run down, and you're going to take the corner with you, and the safety's going to come over because he doesn't want to get beat. And then we're going to have our other intermediate routes open, CD and Noah Brown. Yeah. And that's all we do with them. And, and that's... That's not effectively using your team. I'm really surprised we don't run a lot of more pick plays. It happens in the NFL all the time. There was you one run, that was against us. You run two routes yeah. where they, I'm running this route and you're running around. We're going to crisscross. Mm-hmm. I got to be careful not to pick your defender, but at the same time, hey, I have every right to run my route. Yeah. 
We don't do that. <coughs> Jacksonville did it to us on Sunday. Yeah. They had played like that. They called it out. And, and we're just like, no, 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 no. We're going to do what we do. And, and then as knows. a defender, as a defensive coordinator, I'm like, let the guy sprint because this quarterback ain't getting the ball. No, he's not even looking that way. No, he doesn't even, you, you know damn well he's not going to throw Unless deep. it's third and short. And yeah, <laughs> he decides, well, now I'm going to go 30. Yeah, we don't need that. Um, the other thing, too, to, to look at is the Eagles seem to be able to adjust and win. Like I've said it before, they've had some close games, too. Mm-hmm. But they find a way to win it. So against our team, I feel like they'd figure it out eventually. Like we may throw in some new wrinkles to the offense, or the only new wrinkle is going to be Ty. That's it. I don't know if he's our savior if our quarterback can't find him. He's or he's like, dude man, too. I'm not used to this inaccurate throws behind me that I'm going to have to try to make a play on. Well, he had Carson it's Wentz. almost like sometimes you know what? Maybe don't go for it, guys. Like just let it go and complete. Because it seems like every single time Dak throws inaccurate to someone's back shoulder, not, not a back shoulder throw, I'm talking about like they're crossing, yeah. you know, maybe crossing route or whatever, or slant, he throws it behind them and try to make a play and it, it bounces, bounces off. Yeah, just, maybe, just, maybe just bat it down. It That's sounds, what they should be sounds, doing in practice. It sounds ridiculous. Like, it sounds ridiculous because you always want to say, make a play on the ball. But no, it's so hard for them to come back and adjust to that ball. That you're like, hey, you know what? It's not worth the possible interception we're going to get here. It's Watching other teams like, like Buffalo on Saturday night, Josh Allen was just picking them apart. right? And then you watch Joe Burrow just picking people apart. It's just... Well, not to mention the weather. Why can't, why can't we have that? Right? The weather they're dealing with. Josh Allen yeah. was dealing with... like It was snowing. It, well, it, they made it sound like it was going to be like... There was pictures from that morning in the parking lot, and there was like massive amounts of snow. But when the game... That's I anticipated. Well, but it increased. It did. Yeah, towards the fourth quarter, it started coming down pretty heavily, right? So, but I anticipated because I went and got something, came home, turned the TV on, thinking like it's going to be some massive snowstorm. Because I was worried about him, his staff. I was like, oh, if it's bad, it's not going to be good. And then it was like the, the field's clear. Yeah, but they showed the forecast. It was starting, <laughs> it was coming. It was yeah. really starting to move in, and it the snow it came at the end. Been, but he had already done his. But damage. I already knew too it was going to yeah. not play well. It, he's not a guy that. Think about it. he's they're they're from Miami. Well, he said he's played in snow in Alabama before. Oh, sure, but he can't. His arm is so weak, and yeah. he's got such a weird delivery. I'm like this guy. Uh, I, I I don't watch a lot of Miami games, but I did see him a couple weeks ago, and just a couple of those out route passes. I'm like, this guy's got shoulder throws it like he doesn't get any like real over the top length on it. He doesn't have a good follow through. And it didn't look good to me. And I, I could see the passes were not really doing well. And then I'm like, okay, in the cold and yeah. in Buffalo is super windy. That's why it doesn't affect Josh Allen. You, you, Josh Allen's played <coughs> last year. I think he played, and it was like a blizzard game versus. Um, I want to say it. It was against the Patriots, where the Patriots only threw I think two passes all game. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones didn't throw the ball, but I'm like looking at. Josh Allen, he's just throwing strikes still. He, he, he tight played, spirals. And you're played like, in Wyoming, so I mean, he's pretty used to that <laughs> like, cold weather. Oh, wow. That doesn't yeah. affect him at all. Yeah. Yeah, that guy is... Um, and then here, here comes little Tua. Yeah. Used to like, you know, 75, 80 degrees, nice weather. Everything's great. And so when they won, they played Buffalo earlier this season beat them in Miami. In Miami. When it was, it was like everybody's... 
falling yeah. down, passing yeah. out, and was it cramping. week three or something like that? Week four? Yeah, and then so they come over here. I'm like, oh no, they're not gonna win. No, that was a that was a beat down. Now can we put that whole MVP discussion to rest with Tua? Yeah, I think it was. I think that was done when he was laying on the floor. There, like I mean, there were six or whatever. They were rolling at one point. Yeah, it was okay. But again, MVP, you've got to sustain it through the year. Yeah. Can't have a. Yeah, now they're on a bad streak. I wonder with Hertz being out, if this is going to impact his uh, bid for the MVP. Well, someone would have to supplant him. Either Mahomes or maybe now Allen's back in the mix. Or even Burrow, maybe. Yeah, no, Burrow's definitely charged that team back. I mean, Buffalo's pretty much been where they've been for most of the year. I mean, some of the injuries that uh, since he had to go through, especially with, with Chase being out, I mean... They were still able, to weather, still able to weather the storm. So yeah, I mean now you know the Bengals are ten and four at the top of the the NFC AFC North, and then now the Ravens obviously falling off. And even before then, Lamar was a little bit shaky. Left yeah. he started out real strong. There was MVP discussion there too. Yeah. And then now, I don't even know if he's going to play the rest of the season. <laughs> because would you? No, not jeopardize my. Uh, right. That's. I mean, are they a wild card team right now? Well. It's a good question, but the the contract, um, yeah, they're 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 in the fifth, hmm. so they are still in it. But you got to start. I mean, really, he's betting on himself, and then well, again, we saw we saw it happen here in Dallas. Yes, where our guy bet on himself and won, won, even though he had an injury. One, one, and now they got the same situation where he's injured, banged up, and does he just say, you know what, I'm? It's sad to say, but is he gonna be like, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm thinking yeah. about my contract. I don't know, but they. Can't what was his injury? What, what was it? Uh, it was a, it's a knee. Oh, that's yeah, that's, nah. I think it's a sprain. Mm. So it's not a tear. So it's not he's not out for the season. But if it's strained, it could tear you know, a lot easier than if it was not. Yeah, because so. technically a strain is a tear. Yeah. It's just it's a minimal slight. tear, that slight tear where it could repair itself. Yeah. But it's not a complete tear or you know, a shearing of the ligament or anything like that. So maybe, but you know, Burroughs, I think, in the conversation. Of course, the Chiefs, they're 11 3. They've uh, already locked up uh, their division. But Buffalo, eleven and three. Miami's eight and six now. They're still top third division, though, right? Who, yeah, Buffalo. Miami. No, Miami's in the same. Oh, they are. They are in the same one, right? Yeah, same division. That's right behind them. Yeah, they're seven and seven. Used to be my drink of choice back in the day. A little seven and seven. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Seven up seagulls. Uh, yeah, used to be Some good. Live. Used to yeah. be something. I used to make them good enough to where you thought you were drinking ginger ale. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, okay. Uh, either Eagles-Cowboys talk. I guess it's prediction time. No, this one's going to be crazy because we don't know who's playing quarterback. Should we do two? So you want to do it, 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 it only, It's only because, yeah, if it's yeah. Minshew playing, I, there's a difference. I think there's a difference. If Minshew's playing versus Jalen Hurts, okay. okay. I think there's a big difference. Because one thing, Minshew, you can't say Minshew can run the ball. Because that, that's what, Jalen Hurts is a dual threat. Mm-hmm. Run the ball and he can throw the ball. 
And we've seen him shut down, like, we're here just going to shut the run game down and he's just going to pass on yeah. it. But that's got to be configured into our predictions. All right. So I'm going to go first with my Hertz pick. All right. So this is with Hertz playing. With Hertz, yeah. If Hertz plays and he's at... Yeah, that's all. <laughs> the other thing. Let's, 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 put the, let's put the threshold at 80%. He's 80%. All right. Okay. I'll set I'll like 80%. that. 34-17 Eagles. Oof. Gosh. And Dak those two picks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's interesting. Now, you, you do your Hertz pick. No one do mention you. Alright, I'm gonna go with 35-14 if Hurts plays. And for the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles. Oh, Sorry, Eagles. What's yeah. worse than my squad? They're about the same. About same well, the, the reason I, I say that is we've had trouble with running quarterbacks. Yes. And we just can't seem to we don't have the speed. Yeah. And then one of the guys who does have speed is gonna be on our defensive end position. Yeah. Parsons, right? So then he's not there. Vanderish, we've used him as He's a out. spy. We've we've had him spying before the last game with the Eagles, but how how good is he going to be? So then is it Anthony Barr? Like who's going to be making sure that when the pocket starts to collapse, that he doesn't just take off and run for ten, twelve, fifteen yeah. yards every time? I think it's going to be a demolishing. Uh, as far as picks, I'll just go one for Dak. Okay, that's a give me. That's going to happen. Um, so my pick with Ben Shoe playing, 24-17 uh, Eagles. Okay. Dak still throws two picks. <laughs> Dak still throws two picks. Dude, I hope you're not right about this. About just, Donovan, I hope I'm not right. Just either. the number of picks. Um it's going to put a little extra oomph in the game when I watch it. Like, oh, so it's going to be one of those things. He's going to throw one and be like, yes, I just need one more. I need one more to be right. I need one more to be right. Uh, I'm actually going to go. I'm going to, I think I'm reversing what I was saying earlier, but I think, I think we could win it 23-17. With, with, yeah, with Minshew in. I, I, what I'm thinking and hoping for is that we can get some sacks because he, he has escapability but he doesn't necessarily have escapability to hurt you like I don't see him scrambling yeah for 80 yards or even 60 yards or anything like that like I, and then design runs are probably out the window like yeah. Jalen Harris yeah, yeah. they have design runs and that, that's part of their offense yeah but our run game is our run defense is going to have to step up Maybe this is the game that Damone Clark becomes a superstar. But what I'm hoping for was we rattle Minshew if he plays. Like, we get him, we like, get his head, hey, he, him down. he's like, oh, gosh, I don't have time. I played, yeah, yeah. This, I, the only plays I played, I kneeled. I might be too optimistic. Yeah. But 23-17 is a close game. I mean, yeah, still, it's close. not like a dominating victory. But I, th- I think Dak's still going to have the one. What's going to happen? I'm going to come out and... Do like a Minnesota Viking game. Yeah, exactly. It was saying earlier, like you just 
so hard to predict what they're going to do because yeah. you just don't know this team. Like, we we kind of think we know what we are, but now you're losing that. Like, your, your our, like, identity was, at least it was prior to Dak coming back, it was run the ball, play good defense, even though we were getting up yards, we weren't giving a lot of points, and we were yeah. getting turnovers. The turnovers are still there, but now our defense is giving up too much yardage and points, and sacks have gone down, and Parsons has gone down. Yeah. And now we've become a lot more throwing team because there's been a couple games where we, we kept Dak in check and said, all right, no, we're not throwing because, I, like I've said it before, you can't let him throw 30 to 40 times. Like, you're going to no, lose. You're going to lose a game. And he's done – they've done some adjustments. Kellen's done that. Like, we're, there's some games where I think uh, he ran – or he threw for 30 attempts – but we ran the ball 35 or yeah. 38. And so it, it just depends on what we're going to have to do here. So curious about that. But that's where I'm going. I think 23-17, Dak's still throwing a pick. All right. Um, I'm going to talk about some milestones. Casey didn't know these. There's some, I think, just uh, surprising milestones. If you're not watching the Cowboys' like statistics and their players – Maybe surprising you. Pollard is uh, twenty-one yards, um, uh, thirty-one yards away from a thousand yards. Nice, nice. You think? Did you have that? Like no, projected I didn't, or? I didn't think that was gonna happen. So what do you think? He's gonna get. He's gonna get this thousand yards. What do you think he's get? He might get to twelve hundred. So yeah, twelve hundred. Yeah. Because got a few games left. Yeah, twelve hundred is gonna put him out of our price range. Um, a thousand probably still would put him out of our price range, but no, I think he's, I think he's gone. Yeah, I think there's too many teams that could that could really utilize him. But again, I don't think they're going to use it like, like he's not going to be Dak or Dak. I'm sorry, like Zeke level. When we signed Zeke, he was our bell cow, right? When we first drafted him, yeah, you just ran him, ran him, ran him like Derrick Henry. You run him, run him, run him. Yep, DeMarco Murray. I don't think Pollard's going to be that. No, team. he's going to be a nice gadget piece for somebody. And if they do, he's going to break. Yeah. Like, he's just not. Yeah, surprisingly, man, he's very, uh, he's getting injured. Thank God. Now he's probably going to get injured. I still don't think they're using, utilizing him correctly, though. There, there's, for me, I, I thought we figured it out. I thought up the middle is Zeke powered in three to five yard carry. Pollard. Outside runs for the big breakers, right? Or cutbacks. Or yeah. we off tackle where you got an option to run it outside or cut it back in. And it's, it seems like they haven't really figured it out yet. I thought we did because there's some games where I'm saying, oh, okay, I see it. Yeah, Pollard's going to go outside. But then they'll switch it and then Pollard's running inside. Yeah. You get a couple guards, but he doesn't have the power. No, he doesn't. So <laughs> unless you somehow run a. Like you're double teaming inside, like you're double teaming the the defensive tackle or the two tackles or whatever, and you're splitting a big hole in the middle. Like he's not gonna get a lot of yards in the middle. Yeah. It's kind of weird that they still kind of haven't done that. Uh, what do you think about Dak? He's over. He's over well over two thousand yards passing in nine games. Is that a little surprising to you? No, because I mean they're throwing it a lot. No, that's not surprising to me. I don't want him. But it's not garbage time stuff like in the past. <clears throat> it 
The less he throws, the better. Yeah. He's not a throw. Is 2,000 yards even... It's nothing anymore. Well, nine games. Yeah, nine, yeah, just, and just in nine games. It's a little over 200 a, a game. Like 218, something like that. So who do you think has got the most? In the NFL right now? Yeah. Yardage-wise? Mm-hmm. I'm passing Mahomes or Allen. Yeah. Mahomes has 4,400 yards, almost 45. He needs four more yards to get 4,500 yards. Damn, he might get 5,000. Definitely, he's going to get 5,000. <laughs> yeah, he'll get 5,000. Oh, and then Herbert's right there at 4,019. And Brady, so this is like the outlier here. That Brady is in third with over 3,897 yards. But they don't have, they don't, they're not putting any points up. So it's just garbage time yeah. or comebacks or you need to throw a bunch. Or they, they just don't run the ball. Crazy to me. And then Burrow and then Josh Allen to finish out the top five there. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. What about CD now? He's already a thousand. He's over a thousand. Got it this last game. I think he's he's establishing himself more and more as a, as a wide receiver one. And he's, six touchdowns. Yeah, he's come on here the second part of the year. He leads the receiving core in touchdowns. Yeah. Which I mean, he was crazy. Remember to. originally, or I wouldn't say originally, but earlier in the season he wasn't getting a lot of touchdowns. He was actually like. Picking up his, he's getting better as the season's yeah. going on. Remember, we first the first half of the season, we're like, is he the number one? Is he? Is, I mean, is he the guy? And then we were comparing him to Mari Cooper, and how are they doing? Yeah. But now he's, I mean, he's doing pretty. No, he's coming on. Job. He's coming on. Uh, and then they used him too in the run game. Few. Hopefully, if if Gallup can get up to speed, I mean, that's that's get back to what he was. That's a good one-two punch. Um, we definitely. In the draft, or, or you know, see what T.Y. Hilton does, but I don't think T.Y. is obviously a, a long term. No, he's just too old. We need to figure out because unless Tolbert just you know needs a year to kind of get familiar with the NFL or what, whatever. Um, no, I think he's a bigger dud than Joseph. I think Joseph has potential. And just maybe need some more coaching and some more time. He might be conflicted with his rap game. He might have some he might be conflicted on what career he wants to go. Like he's, he's now, not serious. YouTubing about. some of his performances, um, stick to football, in my honest opinion. Um well, he sucks at rapping. Well, my take on the whole rap game at this present moment in time is bad. It's all auto tuned. It's all just not good. It's not like the nineties and stuff. Like whatever. it's the, the the trap stuff you Yeah, like, it's just that Yeah, I woke up this morning, went to the bathroom. You know, something like this. It's, <laughs> it's not you know, they're not telling me a story. This right. it's, it's, yeah, there's every no line story. is different. Right? There's no No I gotta theme. get money, there's gotta no, get some girls. There's no theme through it. Yeah. Money, girls, cars. Everyone's almost smokes somebody with my nine. Right? There's never... There's nothing... There. I don't know. I don't know. Like... It's just... It's 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 not good. It's not good. In my opinion. That is my opinion. In my opinion. No, it's true. Me. Well, we've, we've grown up in a different rap era. Yeah, I mean, there's I thought, no... Well, I mean, honestly, for us, we think... It, it, it's, I think it always happens, right? Like, when... Well, there's some cases. You said you like a lot of your dad's music, and I like a lot of what my dad was listening to. Yeah, the oldest thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is 
it's actually really dang good. Yeah, I mean, it's still like, I still, there's many albums that my, my parents had that I grew up listening to. So whether it be the Beatles, Elvis, the oh, Eagles. the Beatles, get them out of here. Well, no, there's just stuff like when I was growing up, the Bee Gees. Yeah, oh yeah. The Bee Gees. My mom was a massive Bee Gees fan. And like when she would be cleaning and stuff, we, the albums I mean, I, would go I was on. 16 years old and I had the Saturday Night Fever album. No, I just like the good stuff. Soundtrack. Yeah. It was really good. I mean, Sam Cooke, I still got him all on my. My uh my playlist, I listen to him all the time. But as far as rap goes, I think I think we had the best rap. No, you I mean that's nineties yeah. nineties rap was really good. And some, and some like, oh that was the gangster rap era. But it told a story. Yeah, it did. Like, I mean when Stoops when Stu talks about Lottie Dottie. Well that wasn't his But no I'm saying when Stu came that. out, like he told a story. Like it was it, Jim right. and Juice well, was a Warren story. Warren G did too. Yeah, regulators. regulators yeah. Like, it's a storyline. Well, even like, that, uh, his autobiography song, like, you don't see what I see. Like, there was a whole, st- he gave you his whole yeah. story of his life. Ice Cube, he did the same thing. Yeah. There's stories there. There's like... Today was a good day. You you took a tour with him. You drove around with him. There's writing involved. It's not now just, it's just throw out random stuff that rhymes. Yeah. Well, even, even I would even say Eminem, too. Like, he told, he told stories, like Stan. You know, that's a really good song. Well written and the way it goes and flows. I, I mean, personally, I think NF does a great job of telling stories. Yeah, he does too. He gets really into the the psychological. So there's stuff. few of these now that are sprinkled yeah. in. Yeah. But I think most of it's what's that guy? Garbage uh, too. I can't think of his name. The dude that has the the he has like rainbow colored hair. He was oh, in jail, yeah, tax yeah, evasion, yeah. Or whatever. Like Tenacious. Uh, what? Takashi. Yeah, what, sixty nine. Yeah, it's yeah. What is that? So I, okay, I'm I'm open minded, everyone. Just to let you know, I'm open minded, and I don't just say everyone else sucks, but this group. So I said, you know what? I want to hear what he's all about. So looked him up on YouTube, and I said, let me play some of his music. I listened to three to four songs, and I just said, no, this is all garbage. Like, yeah. This is just straight garbage. You're not making any sense. You're just throwing out random junk. Like it doesn't even rhyme that well. And the music's not that great. And it's just... It's just disappointed. And I'm like, okay, so everyone thinks he's good? Then and unfortunately, the music is trash. I'm not at the point in my life where... Like, back then, in, in my younger years, I could tell you all the different groups that were out. Right? right? Now, I only know what I hear. You know, I was in the car today, and some... Uh, I don't know if it's Megan D. Stallion or yeah. Nicki Minaj. Someone comes out and... They're playing some. It might have been Megan Thee Stallion. I don't know. But the background track is super free. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is horrible. Me and Riz are driving to the store the other day, and I hear the first part. I'm like, oh. I turned on the volume. I was like, oh, cool. We're going to hear the... And there was no. I was like, oh, this isn't the real one. This isn't Super Freak. This is like her rendition of it. And I was like, I was really disappointed because I was wanting to hear some, you know, Freak. I mean, it's like it's like the Elvis movie when they did the, the Hound Dog. You know? They throw it in there too. And I was just like, what the f-? But she goes, you ain't number. And then, oh, play a play. Like, I just, what is it? That? Like, number one, it's it's an Elvis movie. You don't, uh, don't want to hear that. But it's just, yeah, it's just, but I don't know enough of the groups to say like, oh man, but this guy's good. I know there's some good stuff out there. Right? Um, the guy that does the song with Justin Timberlake, it's like, um, I still believe that, that that I don't know who that guy is that's rapping with Justin on that song. It's called I Believe. It's a great song. Really good story and stuff. Like it's very positive and uplifting. But then you get 
you know, I woke up and went to the bathroom and my girl's still there. It's, it's just, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> my girl's still there. You know? So. Oh, oh, all right. Getting back to our milestones. Uh, getting to the defensive side of the ball. So the overall tackle leader is a Oluwakan. I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. He plays for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So he just... Yeah, man, I got. A, I wrote his name down. For he got a ton of tackles on us. Yeah, no, he's good. Uh, he's got 111 tackles. Dang. Yeah, and then Vanderesh probably could have gotten a lot more if he, you know, didn't get hurt. But he had yeah. he has 90 tackles for the team, so he's leading the team in tackles. Nice. And then Donovan Wilson with 88. Do you think these guys will supplant that Olukan by the end of the year? Yeah. Unless he gets injured. I'm not wishing him to get injured. I'm just saying. That's the only way they're going to catch him. Okay. But so, do you, I don't know now. What's what's the standard for... I'm sure there's different standards, obviously, for linebackers versus corners versus safeties versus defensive tackles or defensive ends. They play, Wilson plays a lot more up in the box. Yeah. He's yeah. Traditional. Well, he's a little blitz him, too. Yeah, he's not he's your traditional kind of safety. Um, but is that... I mean, what's a good number? 120... 120 is what I was thinking. It sounds pretty... I think anything over 100 is pretty successful. I think Van Der Esch is... He's going to... He's going to be twisting our arm. To make, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. We're going to make a tough yeah, decision on him. We don't have the money. We don't have the the funds to... It's This is our shot. This is a shot. And, and you know, because we're going to lose all these guys. and We're going to lose Barr. We're going to lose Fowler. You know, a lot of these folks are going to Yeah, kind of falling off a little bit. Yeah. But, but a lot of these folks I, are going to I like gone, Anthony right? Barr. I did too. He's been a decent pickup. But, I mean, you know, we, we've got we got some heavy hitters that need to get paid here coming up. Whether it's Diggs, CD, Micah. Man, that's going to be some good discussion yeah. once uh, once this thing's all over. Because is... Micah, even on that Von Miller podcast, um, Von Miller said something about like he was going to break the bank. And Micah smiled. Like, he knows. He knows that. If he don't get the money here, he's gonna get us somewhere. Oh yeah, but we we still we still have time, but we do. The problem is we're like uh, it's almost like buying it on credit, like we're yeah. buying way ahead of time, and that that's always what's put it. That that's what's actually screwed us over the last few times because we did that with with the Zeke, and we paid him early, then we paid Dak early. Because Dak, we could have franchised. We did franchise. Yeah, we could have franchised again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We so did. we, didn't, we didn't pay him early. We paid him late, I think. You could have got him a lot cheaper had you done it earlier. Maybe, yeah. Right, but that's, that fourth year. Well, that's when he was playing really well earlier yeah. in his career. But now we, we th- those are setting us back. Yeah. And then now we're going to have some real trouble, like you said. So this offseason segments are going to be... Really breaking it down. It's going to be interesting to see how they do this, how they are able to control the cap if they can. We'll see. All right, man. Any final words? I just hope we can win just for outright. This is just a rivalry. Yeah. And just get the W. I just don't want to get embarrassed. That's it. I yeah, just don't want to get blown We haven't out. really been embarrassed, I wouldn't say, this season. Nothing like a forty to three blowout. No, no, hasn't anything like, like that. that. I would say the uh, the Houston game was an embarrassment because we almost lost. Um, 
I would say the Jacksonville game is somewhat of an embarrassment because I think we had that in, uh, under control and we let it go. But, uh, yeah, no, you're right. We There's some blowouts. But, yeah, let's just hope we can get the win, get the W, despite all of my logic saying that we don't really have a chance. <laughs> unless, uh, unless, again, I said if Minchie plays, I think we could rattle this guy. But, man, it's uh, – it's a tough part of the season. We're not playing well, and we're going into where it really counts. Yep. So that's going to tell you about your team. All right. You all have a very, very happy holiday. I was going to – well, I guess have a Merry Christmas. I, I was going to kind of stay away from saying Merry Christmas because some people don't. Right, Christmas. right, right. Happy holidays. Um, y'all take care. Be safe. Enjoy the time with your family. Hope you get what you want. And, um, yeah, y'all take care. We'll talk to you later.